Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. With Renault, official car partner of the GAA, taking the passion of a nation to a whole new gear. Today's show is brought to you by Renault, official car partner of the GAA. With a proud tradition in Ireland, Renault are committed to supporting those who give their everything to the game, both on and off the field. And after another hard-fought road to Croker, they understand as well as yourselves how important it is to enjoy the journey. That passion for what drives you extends to the time you spend on the road. With that in mind, head to Renault.ie forward slash GAA for access to special motoring offers exclusive to GAA members. A grain of rice, a, a grain of rice, is going to tip the scale. Just remember that, lad. There's a small bit of a needle there. Now, come on, Mayo, you've got to get Andy Moran into the game. Our mission was to show that we're no longer the whipping boys of Munster. Predictions are, are, are kind of old, but like, what way, Oshin, I suppose, do you... Do you envisage this thing playing out the next day? I mean, do you see it being a, a, a competitive, close game, or do you see this as a blowout win for for Dublin, or, or what way do you see it going? Look, you have to be really, really careful. But like, have much Dublin now. I just feel as if they will want to put in a top top performance now. Yeah. Um, I feel as if that they probably feel as if they haven't performed. This year, they haven't had that many games that they could really get their teeth into. Only performed for short periods of last day. Standards that have set them for themselves. I don't think they'll be all that happy with the way the year has gone, which is mad stuff. I know, but uh, I just I, I, I see them. I see them run there quite convincing winners against Kerry. Uh, uh, biggest problem is Mike. I think right is that. You know, we talk. We always talk about seventy-minute game, but now we're at it. We're at eighty. Mm. We're, we're at an eighty-minute game. I mean, you think what you know these guys have coming off the bench. And, and I, the funny thing is, I really like what Kerry are doing off the bench. I like the, I like mine and how busy he is, and you know the fact that he'll probably have one of his plans on the bench at the weekend. Begley comes in, does a decent job. He does not like they're all. These are all decent. We're all talking about we're talking about all decent players who who've come in. You know, have gained a nice bit of experience this year. Have had an effect on some of the games that have come into, and yet I feel as if they don't really pack the punch that. That Dublin, and we're, I know we're talking about Dublin, who I've, I've gone back a little bit off the bench, maybe not packing the punch that they once did, but 
I just, I'm, I'm afraid for, I'm afraid for Kerry when I look at the matchups. Uh, I'm just, I'm not sure. I think Morley is as good as an option of as 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 uh, Kerry have on on Conor Callahan, and yet I'm thinking Conor Callahan probably good for one five one six from play. You know, and 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 maybe that's something that. You know, if they don't, if if the if the other matchups work out okay, maybe that's something that Kerry could live with. But I just think that Kerry that Dublin way too much, and I think Dublin by eight or nine points, maybe. Dick, that's that's fairly. Um, I was going to go with again, but maybe. <laughs> <laughs> that's a, fit, a sobering thought. Look, um, from from a Kerry point of view, obviously you look at you look at what they've done this year, and, and I think it's been a great first year for the management, and they have. Uh, there's some great redemption stories for Kerry this year. You know, Jack Sherwood, Tommy Welsh. Uh, he's he's blooded a lot of new young players. Uh, and then they have game winners. Like, they have David Clifford, Shawnee Shea. Paul Ganey is playing really well this mm-hmm. year. David Moran has come really back into form this year. Um, so you think, yeah, you know, and, and, they, and they, I'm sure they will. They'll go with that air of confidence and they'll go. Because that expectation, you know, we're talking here as, as, as just normal punters. But in, in, inside in training... You know they're going to really set themselves a real target here and go after them and and, uh, and and really go for it. But then all all logic goes. Then you look at the you look at the matchups. You look at the Dublin bench. You know all the talk before was this is a once in a generation group where when Bernard Brown goes, when Dear McConnelly goes, when Keane Sullivan goes, when Paul Flynn goes. I mean Paul Flynn. Dear McConnelly, Bernard Brogan are three of the best forwards that ever played the game. They said you know when they go, this thing will slip a bit. We, we, no one's spoken about Paul Flynn since he left and he was probably was he five all-stars in a row so what this group and what this the Dublin team at the moment have become they've just become like a runaway train and uh, it really would take something extraordinary I think to, to get over the line but I think from Kerry's point of view they want a performance they want to go there and they want to perform they want to do their homework get, get their matchups right and really stay in the game and be in a position where they can maybe win it at the end uh, maybe a bit of a reverse of 2011 in, in some in some regards like that, you know. But uh, for me as well, it looks like a Dublin win. Dublin win, yeah. I was before we get your unbiased uh, opinion, Ray. I was uh, sent a thing on WhatsApp there the other day. You probably saw it. You know the one? Um, it was a pint of Guinness in a in a bar. Put into a little machine and press some button. The next thing they pull out the pint of Guinness, and it had inscribed on the top of the head of Guinness was uh, "Dubs five in a row," uh, written in the in the in the head of the Guinness. So it's obviously where all the funding money is going into these, <laughs> <laughs> into these machines. You know. we've, we've a lady down at Kerry who does it with her finger. You know, you know. Remember '82. You know. Anyway, Ray, go on, tell us. I'm glad Declan brought up 2011, and it wasn't me. Um, <laughs> No, again, I can only see, um, I'm trying to be balanced here in, in, in my uh, prediction. As the boys have said, games are won, All-Ireland Finals are won by great players and I think Dublin have numerous great footballers on the field on Sunday. I think this Kerry team is maybe coming a little bit too early for them. Uh, I don't think they have the same strength and depth that the that the Dublin bench have. But the experience that you know, that, that Dublin have. You go back as far as 2011, like there's six, seven fellas around the set-up. You know, you look at the, the young guys in, in attacks, Scully, Kil, uh, Scully Kilkenny, uh, Khan and, and Mano. Like, they they still have, what, um, three All-Ireland medals there sitting in their back pocket and, and they're still really young. I think that experience will counter them massively uh, on Sunday. 
you know, the Kerry lads, you know, not too many of them going in with all our medals in, in, in their back pocket. Huge amount, there's a huge amount of uh, pressure on their shoulders to stop the five in a row. You know, as a Kerry person, you know, you're looking from the outside saying, these guys are now probably going to be the greatest football team in history. You know, the iconic Kerry team of the 70s are now going to be second to this bunch of players. And I suppose because they're still playing fellas that they probably don't get the kudos that they possibly deserve. And we'll be looking back in time saying, you know, I've I, I seen lots of pubs around Dublin, the Kerry team of the 70s, the pictures on the walls. Yeah. This is going to be, you know, the five in a row team Please God, we'll be looking back and be looking at the pictures. Who started in sixteen, seventeen? What changes were there in two thousand nineteen? So, yeah, all things being equal, I I can only see a Dublin win because of the array of scoring options that they've got up front, the balance that they got defensively, and the experience that they have in the middle of the field. If, if Fento and Michael Dara start, um, I think again, like Oshin said. Dublin haven't overly performed in All-Ireland Finals. They scraped over the line against Mayo, mm-hmm. one-point, one two-point games, beat Tyrone by six points last year. I think, again, it is something that's been put to the, put to, to the guys that they haven't really delivered on, on the big day. In All-Ireland Finals, you haven't gone out and killed the team. I think with everything that's gone on, the history with these two counties, you know, I think Dublin will be primed. And if they do have their f- foot on the throat with... with Five ten minutes to go, they'll be kicking on. They will want to win by six, seven, eight points, whatever that that margin might be. But I'll take a one point win come uh, come five o'clock on Sunday. Yeah. And and like it's interesting that we haven't really even like I've, the t-shirts are the t-shirts are printed yes. the five in a row. You're talking about the five in a row like it's already over. It it's it's kind of it's kind of got that inevitable kind of feel to it, but. I, I just no hey easy now I'm not I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that, that that Kerry are going to win the game but I think I think it's going to be a little bit more uncomfortably close than than perhaps like I left that game I said it the last time I left the semi final on the Saturday night when Dublin beat Mayo and I was walking down the road saying this is over this is over give it to him now it's it's gone and and I just saw enough from Kerry in the second half of the way around Tyrone to say do you know what they're going to make this a little bit they're going to make this uncomfortable, more uncomfortable than I thought it was going to be on the Saturday night. And the longer it stays uncomfortable, I just think that that maybe, maybe that whole five in a row thing, and it probably won't, but there might be a little bit of a little bit of a weight that, you know what, if this is a two-point game going into the 70th minute, Tommy Welch is causing a bit of bother, Moore is getting in a bit of ball, maybe somebody gets a black card, maybe something happens. I, I just think the longer it stays close... The better the chance it is, it's it's unlikely five to one the bookies and and you probably say, you know it's 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 about the right odds, but a young team like Kerry with the forward power that they have are somebody that are capable of keeping it close. Whether they're going to have enough to get over the line, it's probably unlikely. But it should be it should be an entertaining game that that maybe we haven't seen the last couple of years. I, I your glass is half full because you're thinking second half against Throne. I'm thinking if they put in the first half, they put in against Throne. Like it could get really ugly then. Do you know what I mean? So you have to guard against that. If that doesn't happen, then I, I agree with you. There is that possibility. I just think because of the eighty minutes, because of you know some of the, some of the carry players I'm looking at. You know I'm looking at David Moore in the middle field, eighty minutes in him. You know if Tommy Walsh does start, Jack Barry. You know hasn't damn all football under his belt. 
Morley you're, you're having not, to put up with Corn O'Callaghan for eighty minutes and, and expecting him not to give not to give up that much. And but you're you're also thinking of Dublin as I was in the second half against Mayo. Yeah, true. Whereas in the first half against Mayo, they were decidedly ordinary. Yeah. And 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 like if they played, <laughs> if Dublin played like they did in the first half against Mayo, and Kerry played like they did in the second half against wow, Tyrone, we're going to have the ball game. game. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's it's not it's not inconceivable that. You know, while Mayo's backs were obviously, you know, better and, I mean, like Paddy Durkin did some job on the likes of Jack McCaffrey that day, or, 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 you know, is Gavin White or somebody going to do a similar job? It's, it's you know, it's not inconceivable that we'll have a game in ten, with 10 minutes to go and I think whichever way it goes, at least, you know, someone's going to make history one way or the other. Yeah, but I suppose Dublin have shown that, they, you know, they're, they're great thinkers on the field, you know, they have the capacity to change how the game is going. You look at Kieran Kilkenny even, uh, he hasn't had a yeah. great year by his standards, but I think he's going to be a hugely inf- influential mm-hmm. player and he's a guy that they look to when the waters get a bit choppy, they get him on the ball and he just links mm-hmm. a few pl- uh, passes together and everybody settles down and they get back to, you know, what they normally do uh, and just get back into the rhythm. So, they're just experienced there, Mike. It's hard to see them, you know. I'm trying to give people hope, Jack. Yeah. I'm trying to give, of course, like of you've course. got, you've and, got and everybody outside of Dublin want this, want, want, you know, it's like when Man United are playing or somebody else. Everybody is hoping that we're at least going to have a, a have a really competitive kind of a, a game to look at. Of course, but Kerry Crowell will go go with that hope and the belief, and they'll go with that bit of stubbornness as well and that tradition that's been there, and. I, I, I think they'll perform. I, I definitely think they'll perform. But I'm just saying, all oh, logic tells you then. Will it be enough? As as, as uh, Ray said, probably a year or two too early. Yeah, and maybe so. And we'll we'll find out at, at half five on on Sunday evening. So, uh, listen, I, I just want to thank Oshin and Declan and Ray for for making the journey down, and uh, thank you for listening. And um, we'll talk to you soon. With Renault, passion for what drives you. Official car partner of the GAA. <laughs> 